Hi, I'm Demaran. I'm Robbie Carmen. I'm Patrick Inhofer. And in this mailbag, we are taking a question from longtime Mixing Light member Colin. And he's asking about the new broadcast save feature that is shipping in DaVinci Resolve 11. He's wondering if we have an upcoming insight on it and if we have some advice uh, on working with this new setting as well as maybe working with it with a soft clip lookup table as well, which you can generate out of DaVinci Resolve 11. Uh, and I'm going to start, I'll throw this off to Robbie, because Robbie, uh, you've done a lot of experimentation on this. We've talked, I know you and I have had a lot of discussions about the new broadcast safe filter. How are you using it right now? Are you relying on it? Would you feel comfortable delivering a network show using the new broadcast safe filter? Oh, man, I knew that was coming one of these days. Um, l l listen, the guys on the Resolve team know that this has been an issue for a long time, right? People dealing, you go on Creative Cow and Lift Gamma Gain and other places, people are always talking about, hey, how can I have a true broadcast safe workflow? And Resolve has always been awesome based on its color science and the way that it handles the image processing with things like you know, limiting Luma and even limiting uh, Chroma. I mean, it's really hard to get an illegal image in Resolve in terms of straight up Luma and Chroma, right? You look at a waveform, you look at a, a vector scope, it's hard to do. Um, you know, but where it's it, where it's fallen down in the past has been things like RGB gamut. And um, you guys are familiar with RGB gamut, but for our audience who might not be quite aware what I mean by RGB gamut, this is a QC test that a lot of broadcasters do to sort of test what happens when you go from traditional video space, YCBCR, over to RGB. Because after all, the video signal will eventually be displayed as red, green, and blue pixels on your display. And because there's a color space conversion, there could be some errors, right? There could be a color that you create in YCBCR that does not exist in RGB and uh, vice versa. Um, Personally, I think it's a pain in the ass BS test that probably doesn't really affect anybody. Nobody's t uh, TV is going to blow up, uh, but it's something to consider. Um, I think that the guys at Resolve have done a really good job with this. I mean, they have gotten a top LUT guy over on the team, um, and that's essentially what the broadcast safe filter is, to my understanding, is it's essentially an under-the-hood sort of output LUT that's being applied to the video signal, to renders, etc., um, and you have a choice between being ultra conservative, you know, zero to 100. I forget what all the options are, but you can be a little less conservative uh, and even, you know, more liberal uh, with your settings. I have found that it's done a pretty good job, but here's where it still falls down. It's it still falls down on very saturated, very dark footage, which by any account is hard to deal with, right? Even my Harris DL860 sometimes still passes through RGB gamut errors on that. So, Pat, to answer your question, do I depend on it? No. I still have a, a secondary backup with my hardware legalizer. But I think for general purposes, yeah, it's working pretty well. And I'm finally, you know, I'm excited that it's finally here in Resolve. Dan, are you using the broadcast safe filter? Uh, I don't. Uh, ten, mainly because I don't do the final deliverables. Because uh, um, I would always grade, then it would go to an online, like into a smoke or a flame. So I would let them have full range and then they can do whatever they want. Um, but now, do you manage, uh, but you're managing your image, so you're looking at your vector scope, or you're checking your Chrome, oh, what yeah. kind of uh, scopes are you using? Uh, I've got Tektronix, so um, they've got a nice alarm system. If you start to go out, you get a yellow warning, and if you're really naughty, it goes red. Um, 
So yeah, it's really easy to see it. Yeah, so you're managing it as you're working yeah. uh, and not necessarily relying on a piece of hardware or software. To, no, to... when I did TV shows, I actually used to grade with the, um, if you remember Avid DS, it used to actually have like a legalization layer that you could put on. I used to grade with that turned on because I wanted to see the image you know, post legalization, uh, but That's in a great Resolve, tip. I don't do it anymore. Yeah, well, you're not, and you're not using the the broadcast safe. No, uh, in Resolve 11, I, I am starting to use it in Resolve 11, but I'm doing what you're doing. If I'm going to use it, I'm going to grade with it on. Yeah, I should turn it on because I want to see what it looks like post. I want to see if that is going to do anything to my image I'm not happy with. Well, and that's the exact same that I think that I, thing that I do with the hardware legalizer, right? So I set it up in my machine room where I'm patching things. When I'm looking at my monitor and when I'm looking at my scopes, that's always being run through the legalizer, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when you have a crazy, crazy grade with saturation and, you know, colors like, you know, fuchsia colors or something, right? Uh, you want to be able to see what the hell is going on. And sometimes, you know, legalizers are pretty harsh with what they do. Now, the the one thing I will say, Pat, I'm curious in your experience because it sounds like you've been using it more than Dan and I. Um, how do you feel like it's treating the image when things are really crazy? Like if you have a, you know, whatever, you know, crazy fuchsia grade or red grade or bright yellow or something, is it just kind of making it chunky and desaturating areas? Like how is it treating the image? You know, I find, I actually don't think it's harsh. Um, you know, oftentimes when you get those extreme excursions, what I've been finding is they are so out of bounds from the ability of the display to show what you're doing to the image that at some point the display it just kind of clips out and the display just does what it does and you keep adding more and more and you're not seeing any difference and oftentimes when i turn that soft clip the hard clip on and off in resolve 11 um you know it, it i see a, an improvement but it doesn't look terrible and when i dial it back when i isolate the problem pull it back so i don't get that clip happening uh, and then I do a before and after, I have to look at that and say, wow, there's not a lot going on there other than a broadcaster won't complain to me. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and, and, I, and I actually discovered the other day that there is the ability inside of the viewer uh, to be able to see or sort of flag what Resolve is considering uh, illegal and out of gamut, right? So you can actually see inside of the viewer, uh, I forget the exact option. It's like a false color thing or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'll put it in the show notes um, um, so we, we all have it. Um, but um, it's great because you can kind of see as a zebra striped kind of false color thing. Hey, this it's the dude's head that's illegal or something like that, yeah. uh, which was really, uh, really useful because then you can go back and use secondaries, windows or keys or something like that to pull back that area. Now, Colin asked one more question that I think, you know, part of this question that I think is interesting. What about that soft clip LUT? Um, my personal feeling is that if you don't know what you're doing with LUTs, just stay away from this thing. Instead, what I would suggest is two things. And I think you guys will agree with this because I've, you know, offline, we've talked about this in detail. One, you know, treat each shot as itself, use secondaries, whatever that's, that's, that's given. But the, the, the one workflow that I love is the track workflow, right? Putting on a track level, putting whether it's a saturation key or it's a, you know, a Luma key or whatever it may be, putting something on the track level that's going to uh, treat the entire timeline can often be a good method for kind of 
uh, manually legalizing your sequence because you can say, hey, you know what? If it hits the saturation, let's desaturate it a little bit. And, and Pat, I know that you've done this a lot. Dan, you've done it as well, right? Yeah, on your advice. Uh, I did that live DVD recently where there was some very intense reds and I was like, oh God, how do I cover it? And the track mode worked a treat. You just use like, a um, uh, what's it? The saturation range, make it a little bit soft and just, just desaturate it. And it, it worked really well. So it was like a, an extra fail safe. I felt much more confident knowing it was there. Yeah, and I love that also for catching quick excursions. This is great, like, if uh, you've got a cop car running through the image, right? Um, and you just put something at the track level, and you run it over the entire show that, that does exactly what Dan and, and you've been talking about. And it just gives you a little extra confidence that, man, you know, if there, were t if there was one frame where the saturation just blew out on me, uh, on, that cut, on that siren going by... Um, I know that it'll grab it, suck it back down, and I'll be okay. Now, I know we've talked about this in a previous episode, but I, I think it's worth adding to the discussion here. I also, at the track level, sometimes use hard clipping and soft clipping. And I know how you guys feel about it because it's limiting data later on, you know, later on down in the, in the pipeline and yada, 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 yada. Um, but I, what I tend to do with it is I tend to grade my image as close as I can to legal without clipping anything. And then as kind of a final step, I'll apply that on the track level with some hard clipping or some soft clipping. Because, I mean, after all, there are cases like foliage is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Right? When you, when you have – oh, my God. When you have some dark, really saturated foliage, you'll look at it and on like the blue channel on your RGB parade, it's just like, bam. It's like – 30 IRE below zero. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh, God, I can't fix that. Um, so, you know, I often use that uh, that clipping. Well, and that's the stuff, too, that your Harris legalizer will have trouble with, too. It is. It is. Now, there, there's one more thing that I'll add to the discussion and see what you guys think. Um, is that, you know, oftentimes when it comes to this kind of like, you know, whether it's legal, whether it's, you know, not legal kind of thing. Um, the other thing that I tend to do, I don't, I don't do it on every project. Um, but I tend to see if it's actually noise causing excursions than than just straight color. I've been I've 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 been really you know flummoxed a lot of times when I look at stuff and I'm like God does just doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look like it's pushing. Whereas I have like colored noise, and the next thing you know, I do a little noise reduction, and all of a sudden those those excursions bye bye. Mm -hmm. I must remember that. I've learned something tonight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, you know, Colin, lots of things out there. I would say, hey, man, if the if the broadcast uh, legalized option uh, on the uh, project preferences is working for you, give it a go. I think it's still new. I'm interested to hear, you know, maybe next year at NAB talking to colorist friends of ours, how, how they've been using it, how they've seen it. Um, but I think it's pretty good, and you know, as long as you consider some other options, I would not consider the softlet option because it can get kind of crazy. But if you consider other options on the track level and soft clipping and hard clipping on the track level, I think you, uh, I think you should be good to go. So, for MixingLight.com, I am Robbie Carmen. I'm Dan Moran. I'm Pat Inhofer, and we will catch you in our next episode. <laughs>